Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Wish You Were Weird. The show where we talk about everything you've always wanted to know more about. Including, but not limited, to drag. Dating. Politics. Six obscure hostess cakes that exist only at my corner store. Coming to terms with the fact that there will never be another Brenda song. The Edge of 7-Eleven by Stevie Dicks. Using the Citizen app to catfish someone. The best remedies for Chromatica Oreo indigestion. The best rice bags to dry Kellyanne Conway. Eight ways to figure out how the fuck Tana Mongo got involved in the first place. I didn't write an introduction for myself. (laughs) Vincent! (laughs) (laughs) You need no introduction. (laughs) And I'm the girl who was blocked on Instagram by Jasmine Masters. Sarah. The fact that you were. Uh, Okay, here's the thing. (laughs) Okay, this is so fucking weird. So I just DM'd Jasmine and asked her to be on our show. And I, like, gave her a whole shtick. It was, like, love to have you. And then I went to see if she responded. And I looked at her profile and she fucking blocked me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, bitch, you could have just said no or ignored me. She said, I'm Jasmine Masters and I have nothing to say. (laughs) To say. And I fucking oop, I guess. Jesus. <laughs> the thing is, she goes live on Instagram, like, literally at 2 a.m., like, every single night, and says the craziest shit. You know what? She- <laughs> Jasmine Masters may have blocked us, but Lawrence Cheney retweeted us. So you win some, you lose some. There you go. There, but there. I, I was just going to say, I feel like the reason she blocked me, so she, I went on to one of her live Instagrams. She was talking about Richard Gere and his, like, weird, the fucking gerbil asshole story. Uh, do you know about that? Yes. We think we, yeah. yeah, yeah. Recount it for those who don't, but I do know the Richard Gere. I feel like we've talked about this on before. Essentially, Richard Gere was rushed to the hospital because he had a gerbil up his ass. And anyways, she was talking about that. And I was like, Jasmine, will you be a guest on my podcast? I was like, this was like, I was drunk on New Year's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, DM me. And then, I don't know, there. Um, then I commented, anyone wants a podcast to listen to? We've had these guests. So maybe I shouldn't have like promoted myself on her live. Maybe that's why. <laughs> That's really funny. I mean, that was what did it. <laughs> Wait, can I tell you something funny? Honestly, don't don't put it in. Don't put it in the podcast. But maybe put it in if you think it's funny. But don't put it in. After our like little drag performance, we, me and Mikey, were like on a zoo at a Zoom party, like with a bunch of other drag queens. And I left to get water. And when I came back, Mikey was like plugging the podcast, and I was like, <laughs> and I sat down, and they were like, "Hey, you're back, Rosetta." It's getting pretty late in New York, right? I think you guys should leave. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't even understand that. I don't know. That's that's just what I, I just walked in on the scene of Fire being like, yeah, he's interviewed Bob and Ms. Cracker and um, <laughs> Kung Fu Panda. And <laughs> then they were like, wow, what time is it in New York? 3 a.m.? You guys must be tired. Yep. <laughs> Wait, Mikey didn't kick you out. It was the people on no, the-, the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was on the Zoom chat? Tammy Brown and Dot DeVille? Like- <laughs> no, Dot DeVille actually joined the Zoom chat after I left. Um, so 
Like at like 3 a.m. So she does not sleep. Oh my God. Amy Brown was not in the Zoom chat, no. What were we talking about? <laughs> Jasmine Masters? Yeah, Jasmine Masters literally fucking. No, it's fine. My, I was a little hurt, not gonna lie. But you know what? By, let bygones be bygones. And I'm moving on with my life. And that's all I have to think about right now. <laughs> you to meet Jasmine Masters one day. And she'll be like, oh, what's your Instagram? And you'll be like, um, um. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sarah C. Lazarus on Twitter. <laughs> I sort of take advantage of having an alter ego who's more famous than me because she doesn't have Instagram. So people just follow me and tag me in her tweets. Assuming I'm her. There is another Rosetta Stone in New York City and people mistake us and people message me looking for her. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, look no further. It's me. (laughs) Do you like set the record straight or do you just leave it? No, I used to. And then, and then you were like, don't. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I'm sort of like, I play it like plausible deniability Mm-hmm. I don't say, no, that's not me, but I don't say that's me. I just say nothing. I just don't, like, I don't say anything. I let them tag me. I don't untag it. I don't comment. I just. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I did. Yes, I did perform at. Um, don't tell that? mama. <laughs> Mama's house. Oh, yeah. Don't tell mama. <laughs> yes, I did perform at Don't Tell Mama. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you're listening to Rosetta Stone, your performance at Don't Tell Mama was great. I got a lot but you of can, But you can, <laughs> you, can tip, you can tip that at <laughs> the Rosetta Stone that Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> you can tip either Rosetta Stone at <laughs> <Venmo>. <laughs> Is there anything going on in the world? I don't know. Who, there's so many people who died this past week. It's like fucking nuts. We had Cicely Tyson, Cloris Leachman. I feel like there was another person. Screech. Um, there was definitely somebody else too. Who, oh, you know, you know, um, yeah, the goddess Bunny, who was like a trans, like kind of big and like the drag. She had like a viral video a long time ago. Oh yeah, and that artist Sophie, who just died. The oh my god. That's like so fucking sad. She literally like went to go watch the moon on her roof in like Greece or something and fucking fell. Yeah. Hold on. I think I just, I think I have a, I think I have a tick. Do you have fucking lice? No. (laughs) I do not. I literally do not have lice. Chase icon. (laughs) I think you have fucking lice. (laughs) Oh, no, I don't. It's not moving. It's not moving, whatever it is. It's, ow, what is that? I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I'm not going to touch it anymore. I had lice twice as a child. <laughs> what? They're not lice. lice. You're supposed to like um, curly hair. Well, fuck, it did. It liked mine. <laughs> That's hilarious. I've never had lice, but if I start teaching in person, I'm sure I'm going to get lice. <laughs> I think I got it from, like, summer camp. That was the issue. You don't? No. Like, my, like, like, regular old summer camp here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. What was it called? Uh, Pinecrest. It's actually, it's a, it's like a private school here, but they actually, they also have a summer camp. Fuck, Sarah. <laughs> what we do in Florida. We go to private school in the summer. They like hook you up with a fucking bucket of cleanse every morning. <laughs> they did, they did have a nice lunch spread, not gonna lie. Like <laughs> fucking meat sauce and <laughs> lasagna. Ragu. Ragu. <laughs> 
but it was definitely like Whole Foods and not Publix. Like that's where they got the food, I'm sure. Oh, that sounds fun though. Yeah, it was awesome. They had like a zip line and shit. They hooked you up as it, you know, the you young know one. I miss living in Manhattan for one reason and one reason only, and that is stealing from Whole Foods. Oh, we have a mutual friend who uh, got <laughs> banned from every single Whole Foods in the country. Who? I okay. I'm gonna have to bleep it up. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? That's uh, a yeah. Bonic. Yeah. She likes. Did they take her picture? I don't know. I think. I think so. <laughs> she like got arrested by Whole Foods police. I guess. <laughs> Were there, were there, like, handcuffs, like, made of fucking, like, vegan... Leather? Yeah, I don't know. You can ask her. She's banned. Right now. And I'm gonna say, are you still banned from Whole Foods? I don't, I don't believe in stealing, okay? I just believe... believe stealing? Well, guess what? Believe it, bitch, because it's happening, and I'm doing it. From Dwayne Reed tonight. Don't. (laughs) Who's the... Think about the person who owns the Dwayne Reed. He's got money. I don't give a shit about him. You're gonna get bad karma for that. I don't really steal anymore. I don't really, but I did. I used to steal a lot during um, my college and high school times. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. But like once or twice. I, sometimes I say things on this podcast. And <laughs> mom listens to it. <laughs> did you steal like Ross perfume or something? Like it was perfume guess. for Ross? It was oh, guess. And guess what? You know what happened when I was stealing guest perfume? You know that little girl in musical theater TikTok that I went to high school with? Yeah. Mom, like, was there in that TJ Maxx. <laughs> and I was, like, talking to her with, like, a bottle of perfume, like, shoved between my ass cheeks. That's delicious. Texted me back, by the way. What'd she say? She said she's gone since, but now she um, pays in cash just in case. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a test to see if she listens to this, because if she does, she'll get probably pissed we brought this up. This week we'll be doing Two Truths and a Lie, It Girl Edition. Sarah, take it away. Number one. Paris Hilton has size 11 feet and ha- has admitted that she hates the size of her feet. Two. Gossip Girl is based on Tori Spelling's failures. Three. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan had a Disney roommate. Okay, Gossip Girl is not based on Tori Spelling's failures. <laughs> no. <laughs> What? It was? No, it's not. It's not. not. It's based on actually Tinsley Mortimer, who's on The Real Housewives of New York, who Serena is based off of her. And she's like related to like Mercer, like that family, like as in like Mercer Street, I guess. I don't know what the (laughs) fuck they own. They own something. (laughs) Poor Tori Spelling, though. She's been through a lot. Uh, Who was Lindsay Lohan's Disney roommate? Raven Simone. Yes! Oh my god, that sounds like fun. I would love to live with them. That definitely, like now, they would probably be so fun, but I'm sure that was the most fucking chaotic environment ever. I don't know if I would want to live with both of them. (laughs) (laughs) I would pay money to live with both. Like, that would, like, for three weeks, I would love to be stuck in an apartment with the two of them just for, like, a social experiment to see what would happen. That's, it would be extremely chaotic. (laughs) It would end in, like, some someone's death probably yours i feel like i'd be thrown off a balcony i was thinking of the scene <laughs> in sex in the city where she, like falls out the window new york's not fun anymore <laughs> new york's over ob 
E-R. <laughs> That's like been me this whole pandemic, like looking at LA apartments in my mind. And then I'm like, I'd hate LA. <laughs> I can't stop looking at LA apartments. And then I remember I don't have a driver's license. Okay, my yeah. turn. So fact number one, Britney Spears has released 24 fragrances. Fact number two, Lindsay Lohan is allergic to blueberries. Fact number three, Kim Kardashian had halitosis growing up. In an interview early in her career, her breath was described as rancid dog balls mist by her sister, Courtney. I believe that one because Courtney is fucking savage. I don't think Lindsay Lohan is allergic to blueberries. Baby, she's never had a blueberry in her life. And if she did, she'd be dead. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I feel like Courtney Kardashian would say that shit. Her breath is rancid dog balls mist. Yeah. Exactly. This week, me and Sarah have selected a GoFundMe to donate to. Kylie is an extremely underpaid sex worker who's been on and off hormone replacement therapy since her health insurance regularly cuts her off every three to four months. She looks after her three kids, sisters, and two-year-old nephew. She's attempting to raise enough money for sustainable housing to ensure that billable health insurance doesn't take away from her completing her transition so that she can be her most authentic self and to give her the ability to have a few gender-confirming procedures. Her GoFundMe is called Kylie's Survival Guide. Her name's Kylie Westbrooks, spelled West Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S. It's super important for trans people to complete their transitions. I know that that is something that completely changes their ability to exist in the best way that they can in the world and be their most authentic self. And like, we've heard that from a lot of our guests on the show. And yeah, it's something to consider. Again, we talked about this all the time, donating to a specific person as opposed to like a very large corporate organization goes more of a long way because they directly receive the money to be able to do what they want with it. So uh, consider doing that. We are joined by a fabulous TikToker and podcaster. You may have seen her on TikTok reading your last Goldman Sachs hookup to filth. Or listening to her Carrie Bradshaw meets Rose McGowan and Jawbreaker vibes on her podcast, Let Me Ruin Your Life. Please welcome Glam Demon 2004, a.k.a. Serena Sahidi. Shahidi, but thank you. That was such a flattering introduction. I love that, it. Your vibes are so Rose McGowan to me. Have you seen Jawbreaker? You must I have. have. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> love Jawbreaker. I love Heathers. Love a dark comedy. Is the, Do you get like a lot of your in, like style and aesthetic inspiration from those movies? Definitely. Definitely. That's like my aesthetic. It's just, I don't know, 90s movies, 90s dark comedies. They're the best. I would love to hear you say, I killed Liz, I killed the team dream. That would that would be a dream come true to hear you say. I feel like I haven't. <laughs> I, I don't remember how it was said. I killed Liz. I killed the teen dream. I would love I'll to practice see. it for you. I'll send you. <laughs> we'll, we'll rehearse. We'll do a reading. Perfect. I'll take an acting <laughs> class. Exactly. So we want to know where were you born and what was your childhood like? Love. Uh, I was born October 12, 1999. Famous birthday says it was October 11th. That is not true. I was born in Monterey, California. Uh, I grew up in North Carolina, Cary, very suburban, and I moved to New York like three years ago. So uh, yeah, my childhood was uh, was a good time. I was raised by my uh, like literary hippie parents. So lots of books, lots of uh, lots of old movies definitely influenced me. And now here I am. 
And you, you go to FIT now, right? I do. I study fashion business management. Oh my God. That's so cool. What, like, why did you choose FIT and fashion business? Uh, well, originally I chose FIT for fashion design, which is what I did for two years, just because I, I loved fashion and I thought that, uh, I don't know, I just thought the fashion design would be a lot of fun and would be a very creative degree, which it was, but it was also like, I don't know, just a, a pain in the ass and uh, I felt like was not worth it for the degree I was getting. So then I transferred to fashion business um, and it's a lot better as a degree, I would say, but it is just like so much easier that I, I now like don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> what you should know is Vinny and I did not go to FIT, but we once broke into FIT. Yeah. <laughs> it, elaborate. I would love to hear. <laughs> what was this story? I think we um, were just like drunk on the street. Honestly, yeah, we that's... <laughs> we bopping around. We had like six or seven $1 shooters from a liquor store. And we were like, where are we going to go to drink these? And then I was like, we should try and go into the FIT dining hall. <laughs> <laughs> And they let us in. They didn't ask for IDs or anything. Really? Yes. Wow. They, they were, were super strict. I lived in the dorms for one semester. They were so strict about like alcohol and stuff. But like then in when you're doing finals at FIT and fashion design, the sewing labs, like people have flasks, people have like their, their weed vapes, their Adderall, uh, everything. Wow. I loved, well, we were not students and we had our paraphernalia just you know hanging out i think we had like a giant thing of chicken nuggets too just like yeah. sitting there i think that sounds like going to fit i feel like you guys got <laughs> the experience for free it was awesome do they give because they came around with like french fries oh my god yeah <laughs> do they do that normally or no i mean there is like a guy who fixes the sewing machines who will like hand out energy drinks from <laughs> finals which is nice but i have not experienced that <laughs> wow it must have been was it fit maybe it was um... it was a hundred percent F. we were fit we were literally in the cafeteria and they were just like do you want some fries and then we maybe we took an elevator and started drinking in a classroom. Too. Oh my god! <laughs> I love that. That truly sounds like the FIT experience. It sounds like uh, me as a freshman for sure. When do you graduate? Uh, I graduate in like two years. Oh, awesome! Yeah. What do you What do you plan to do with your degree? Nothing. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I assume that I could drop out at any point, and my life trajectory would be about the same. But I just, I just want to have a degree, I guess. Um, but I imagine I'm going to be like a deranged housewife with a jobby. Mm. Yes. And so when did you start doing TikToks and what inspired you to start? So I started doing TikToks in, I probably downloaded the app in like February of 2020. And I just downloaded it because I knew it was like, I don't know. I heard that it was a very like cringy app and I just love like watching cringe. And I had seen like YouTube commentary videos about people who do like POV thirst traps. And I was like, I need to see more of these videos of people embarrassing themselves. Um, so I downloaded it. And then when lockdown happened, I was just kind of bored. I was living in an illegal nine bedroom apartment <laughs> in Tribeca uh, in like a very, very tiny room that had no windows. 
So I think I was just like slowly going insane. Um, and I posted a few videos because people, I mean, I feel like on every social media platform, they make videos about like what blank says about you. And I made a couple of videos about like what your New York City college says about you, like very cliche. Um, but I thought it was fun and it kind of uh, escalated from there. And wait, what is a illegal nine bedroom apartment? <laughs> I honestly, I lived there for two years. I still don't know what's going on there. Like <laughs> I would be, if I found out what was going on in that apartment, I would be absolutely floored if I found out that it was just like a normal apartment. Um, it, I think originally it was like an office that they like then put up walls and they weren't flex walls. They were like real walls. Um, but every room for the most part was like the size of a closet, windowless. There was one room that like you couldn't go through anyway, except for the bathroom. Um, so like the girl who lived there, she had to like wait if someone was showering. <laughs> um, yeah, we had an air conditioner that worked a little bit, but it would like flood the entire apartment if you turned it on. So it was just not worth it. But my room was so far away from the air conditioner that uh, my room was like 80 degrees and it was a, a great experience. Humbling. That's I feel like we all go through that stuff in Manhattan. 100%. Like, mm -hmm. I was living because we went to Fordham and I was living like by behind the Lincoln Center Performing Arts Library and like <laughs> and there's like an apartment building that is just students from like Juilliard Fordham and like this like police school or something I don't even know and a cat police academy and it was just like not it was just such a shit building and they charged I don't even know what it, what our monthly I think we paid like $1,200 each and it was like a not really a three-bedroom it was like definitely a studio apartment that they made so that's what I live in now is a studio that was converted into a three-bedroom mm. yes yes that's awesome see I had a bedroom where I couldn't sit up straight without hitting the ceiling and that was hot <laughs> Um, oh, wow. but now that you are like making it big on TikTok, what's, what's in the future for Glam Demon? What's in the future? Um, I don't know. I think I want to get married soon. My first marriage. <laughs> I want to like, I want to be on a, maybe like a reality TV show. I don't know. I just want to like start some shit, you know? <laughs> Mm -hmm. I just want to like bring more chaos into the world than there was uh, before I arrived. I think. Do you watch? Do you watch Big Brother? I don't. Mm, well, you would win, Big Brother. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I believe it. You should have. Watched. There's like this early 2000s Bravo show that is like only had one season. It was called Gallery Girls. I don't know if you've seen it. And I it was have not. A, it was about gallery <laughs> gallery girls no but it was about girls who like worked at museums and i feel like you would have fit in right into that show nobody knows about it but interesting it, i know i used to watch an hbo reality show is it like cat house or something that's like it's a legal brothel in nevada and it just oh my like gosh it's a very interesting show wait on hbo I think it was on HB. I assume if it's, I, a, I if it's a show about a brothel. I, fantastic. Definitely recommend. So, so what would your reality TV show be called if you had one? Well, my idea uh, is for a show called Love Triangle that's like The Bachelorette. Uh, oh, I just hit my microphone. Um, me and a bunch of men. Obvious story of my life. <laughs> um, and 
they think it's a normal reality dating show, but I'm secretly trying to pitch them on a pyramid scheme. And whoever wins <laughs> marries me and joins the pyramid scheme. I love that. Multi-level like, marketing <laughs> TV show. Exactly. Andy Cohen cult. I love it. <laughs> um, so you talk about New York a lot, and I know you have certain neighborhoods you don't like. So we want to know what Manhattan neighborhood should be exiled from the island. Oh, I mean, I think the obvious answer is Murray Hill. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. It's, it's just disgusting. I just refer to it as like nouveau riche without the riche. <laughs> it's gross. There's nothing to do there except like maybe, die. I don't know. Yeah, die. Uh, I don't know, date the worst person of all time. Um, so I think that would be up there on the, the neighborhoods I would, uh, I would completely exile. I think Fidei would also be up there. I love the architecture, but anyone who lives there is gross. <laughs> when but I you was would... like 19, I had a sugar daddy who lived in Murray Hill. And if that neighborhood sunk into the river, I'd be okay with that. I would be okay. <laughs> it was a sugar daddy who lived in Murray Hill. What was the apartment yeah. like? Oh, it honestly, it was cute, except it was like a Murphy bed apartment where you like pull the bed <laughs> from the wall. He you sure it was a sugar? Sugar daddy? <laughs> Splenda daddy. Splenda daddy. Yeah, this might have just been an old man. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Interesting. I'm going to defend Murray Hill. <laughs> Please don't. I had the best I'm, I want to hear out this argument. Because <laughs> I've never I, heard anyone defend Murray Hill. Okay, so I stayed there for a summer, like, when I was, like, 16 or 17, just with friends. And... <laughs> It was the best summer of my life. Murray, I stayed in like this old hotel that was like a huge, I think they call it efficiencies. It's like just a huge hotel room that's like really cheap because it's old. And I had the most fun time in Murray Hill. You know, you have the restaurants. I was like, oh my, I didn't live in New York at the time. I just stayed there in the summer. So I was like, oh my God, Grand Central Station. Oh, I've never seen this before. So it was like a big deal for me. I mean, me I don't think it was Murray Hill that made it a good experience. I think you were just underage drinking a lot. Probably that. And excited but, about that. But I liked <laughs> I like to think it was Murray Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been back? Have you had like a night out in Murray Hill? I just want that memory to stay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is the thing about it. <laughs> we wanted to ask you, we have like a bunch of questions. We want to know what is the worst date you've ever been on? Oh, okay. I remember this because it was, uh, it was the bar room at the Beekman. This was in Fideye. Shocker. <laughs> um, the first thing I remember is I was wearing like a, like a tight short dress and a fur coat as I do. And the guy was late. And as soon as he, um, as soon as he came, I was like, oh, you had me like waiting outside of a hotel lobby in a short dress and a fur coat. And he was so confused by that statement. I thought it was like an obvious hooker joke, but he was very confused. Um, just immediately started off <laughs> weird vibes. Uh, we go to the bar. We have a seat. We start drinking. Um, he starts talking about his life and just, like, bragging about everything. And he has, like, a normal finance job. Like, he doesn't have a job that, like, like 20% of the guys in New York have his job or above. Like, it's, it's nothing. So he starts bragging about that. Uh, I talk a little bit about myself. And he's like, you know, this is kind of weird. And I'm like, oh, it is, it is kind of weird. Yeah. Well, why do you think it's so weird? And he goes, I don't know. I just... 
I usually don't date girls who aren't models. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Um, and I'm just like, all right, let me like, let me finish this drink and then I'll go. Let me not like storm out and cause a scene. Um, and we talk for a little bit more and I like make a joke and he gets very offended by it. And it's just like, I don't know. I just don't think you're like hot enough to be talking to me that way. And so I just leave. But I have a tradition where if I have a really bad date at a place or like a bad experience, I go back there either alone or with one of my friends and like reclaim the place. The next time I went there, uh, I just like had a, had a glass of champagne and this older guy came up to me and immediately bought me another glass and showed me his ID and was like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. My address for my house in Southampton is on there. Um, and uh, we saw each other for a bit. So the barroom at the Beekman reclaimed. That I'm sounds great. I love that. Worst date story and your best date story all in exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's funny because we never, as, I don't know, we were theater students at, or I was a theater student. You were a math major. I forget. <laughs> But you were just like adjacently always also at the same parties too. And like, I feel like we never went out. Like, I don't even know any clubs in New York except for like really? up and up and down in Marquee. And <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like every club is that bad unless it's like a gay club or like, like none of the clubs in Manhattan are good in any capacity. Um, but yeah, I feel like I, I went out a lot. Maybe it's an FIT thing, but it, it, my schedule freshman, sophomore year, I'm like, how did I survive? I was like, I would be in the sewing lab until like 1am. I would go to the club until like four. I would wake up at like eight or nine. I thought a bag of hot Cheetos was a meal. Like it was bad. I don't know how I lived. Jenny Humphrey, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> That that I just equate everything to Gossip Girl, I think. But like, I don't know. It was weird. The Fordham culture was like we'd all get fucked up in a Brooklyn apartment and do nothing. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it was very bad. I mean, or I definitely some... had those nights. <laughs> <laughs> and then like somebody would throw up, and then the party would be over. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Every party ended with an ambulance car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Good. Very bad. So I know you love finance. What do you think is the worst stock to invest in right now? Or maybe, you know, the best stock? The worst stock to invest in right now. I mean, someone who, who knows a lot told me to invest in vertical farming. I don't know what the fuck that is, but <laughs> I believe it. Uh, the worst stock to invest in right now. Hmm. God, what is happening in the world? I don't pay attention. <laughs> it's not bad. Um, GameStop. I don't even know what's going on with that, but it just sounds fun to me. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's just, it's Reddit nerds versus finance bros. I, I refuse to take a stand either way. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's on a date, in which case I'm team hedge fund. <laughs> So Bernie Sanders, you would never, he would never be on your radar then, I guess. Bernie? In, in, what, in what capacity? 
Because he hates Wall Street and he's anti-Wall Street. <laughs> well, I would vote for Bernie, but I wouldn't tell uh, any of my suitors about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to like tone it down a bit. Mm-hmm. Right, sure. right, 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 right. <laughs> Change the subject. <laughs> so this next part is a Mad Lib. And we're not going to tell you what it's a Mad Lib of, but I'm just going to say, oh based off this conversation, I think you're going to love it. I'm so excited. Okay. Let's, let's do this. Cool. So the first thing I need is a noun. A noun. Army Hammer. Army. How do you spell army? Okay, there we go. <laughs> um, okay, now now a person. Oh. Um, <laughs> wait, who's the... Who's the uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. I've been watching... Um, interviews of him all day i think he's so hot <laughs> i saw him once on the street and he was really? like yeah he was with a girl um it was in hell's kitchen too which is funny like, i don't know what jesse eisenberg would be doing in hell's kitchen um but yeah yes, he <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> i follow jesse eisenberg all the time it's i love that nervous. perfect take me with you next time <laughs> we'll do oh. Okay, so next I need two nouns. Two nouns. There's just so many nouns. Um, I'm just going to look around my room. Uh, Diet Coke, uh, hot rollers. Cool. Now I need an adjective. Declasse. Declasse. I don't know how to spell that, but I did my best. Um, a group of people. A group of people. Um, or- Orthodox Jews. Orthodox Jews. Okay, now an adjective. Adjective. Uh, sticky. Sticky. Now another group of people. Ooh, COVID truthers. COVID truthers. (laughs) Now one hard drug. Ketamine. And then, I'm so sorry, five nouns. Five nouns? Okay. um, (laughs) That's the end. That's the end of it. Looking around my room again. uh, Mac lipstick. Mac lipstick. Pet rock. Pet rock. Fur coat. Ooh, fur coat. Instant coffee. One more. Steve Martin's memoir. <laughs> I might have to reduce the font on Steve Martin memoir because it doesn't <laughs> format. Okay. There's no room for Steve Martin. <laughs> this is a Mad Lib to like the ending part of Heather's suicide note in Heather's. Oh my God, perfect. All right, here we go. Yay. Box up my army hammer for Jesse Eisenberg and give the poor my Diet Coke. <laughs> Donate my hot rollers to declasse Orthodox Jews or the <laughs> sticky COVID truthers on ketamine. <laughs> Give them my MAC lipstick and my pet rock, my fur coat, my instant coffee, my Steve Martin memoir. Yay! <laughs> I now love I have a suicide that. note. That's actually perfect. It was I was uh, drafting mine. <laughs> that was everything we wanted it to be and more. Thank <laughs> you great. so much. <laughs> so next up, our next game that we have is Mary Fuck Kill. Love. Are you familiar? Yes. Okay, great. Then we're gonna jump right in. So first, Mary Fuck Kill. We've got shitting on Park Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> Using Jeff Bezos as a footstool. Uh-huh. Mm. And government-subsidized internet trolls. Mary 
using Jeff Bezos as a footstool, even though he's uh, stepping down. I would say kill shitting on Park Avenue mm-hmm. and uh, fuck government subsidized trolls. Love it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Here are mine. Goldman Sachs, Jordan Belfort. Jordan Belfort's fart pen or Murray Hill? <laughs> His what? <laughs> His um, fart pen. You just have to interpret that in the way you think it is. <laughs> okay, I'm interpreting it as like he's uh, <laughs> passing gas into a vape pen somehow. And I'm okay, so I'm gonna, hmm, I guess I'll have to fuck that. <laughs> so i can kill murray hill but then i'm marrying goldman sachs though i'd prefer a a hedge fund but whatever settling i guess (laughs) (laughs) okay next up we have fenty thermometers pink razor cell phones and hives Ooh, um I would say I would um, marry pink razor cell phones for sure. Mm-hmm. I would buck Fenty thermometers mm-hmm. just to see what my temp is. And I <laughs> uh, would kill hives. Love it. Good choice. Good choice. Thank you so much. <laughs> Last round of Mary Fuck Kill. London Tipton COVID vaccines being stuck in purgatory that is just the line to get into up and down or <laughs> Bernie Sanders Fashion Institute of Technology. <laughs> I'm definitely killing standing in the line at up and down. Um, I would rather kill myself than do such a thing. I would, I think I would definitely marry London Tipton COVID vaccines. Mm-hmm. I'm sure London Tipton has already uh, found a way to get the COVID vaccine, which I'm very jealous of. And I would definitely fuck Bernie Sanders Institute of Technology and I would attend God knows. <laughs> free free of Vinny, Vinny has a COVID vaccine I do um, have a COVID vaccine how? I fucked um, I fucked Joe Biden just kidding I, I am a school teacher. I'll do it too. Oh, love. <laughs> yes. Uh, his, his blood is open for consumption. You know, you can get your vaccine. Army Hammer, are you listening? Yes. <laughs> actually, uh, <laughs> that is so funny you say that because that's a great segue into our next game. <laughs> would you rather? Sarah, I think you should go first. <laughs> okay. Would you rather be Army Hammer's reusable b- blood bag or drink Army Hammer? Ooh, I would say uh, drink Army Hammer because I'm a feminist. Mm. And I feel like he would taste like, uh, I actually don't know what he would taste like. I don't know, cocaine? Yeah, probably. DMT? <laughs> Oh. various drugs <laughs> did you see his like finsta was leaked and yeah. one of the he had to take a drug test to see his kids and one of the captions was like all clean bitches i did have a uh, thc and benzos in my piss but who doesn't <laughs> <laughs> i just love the who doesn't who doesn't honestly i relate i probably have those in my piss right now oh my um, god well test <laughs> so Wait. What oh, is yeah. what, what is Army Hammer's Finsta? What I I've not heard of this yet. What what else okay, has been I, posted on I, this? I don't know if it was like just a few posts got leaked or like he only had a few posts in there, but uh he had one like that. He had another one that was uh something along the lines of 
divorce is fun, not as much fun as drugs, but what is? <laughs> and then he had another uh, video. It was honestly quite a long video for such a short bit. But he's like going into his hotel room and he's just checking out all the amenities and being like, ooh, closet, nice. And it just like uh, like scans past the fact that he has like a, a girl in lingerie on all fours on his bed. I didn't see that. Oh my yeah. God. Uh, honestly, decent bit, but he kind of dragged it on. Not great <laughs> comedic timing. He um, didn't commit to the bit. Exactly. I'll have to look that up later. Interesting. The amount of thirsty <laughs> I had to unsend. Oh my God. It was so bad. Because one of my friends was like, I told him I thought Army Hammer was hot. He was like, oh, he loves like young college girls. I like, totally DM him. He'll, he will respond. And I DM'd him. And now I'm like, oh, of course he likes young college girls. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay would you rather would you rather have a business school boyfriend who sucks toes or in in business school currently yes and he sucks bachelor or mba mba where target school non-target no (laughs) let's say mba columbia he's he's got okay but he really likes sucking toes um, or have a Russian royalty boyfriend with a baby fetish. Define baby <laughs> fetish. Like, you must wear a diaper every time you have sex. <laughs> What's his network? <laughs> um, let's say Putin's, like, a third of Putin. Putin. Oh. <laughs> Putin? <laughs> I'll wear a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> What are you going to do? You know what? Better than dating a student, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) At least he'll have time for you. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, would you rather create an environment that is so toxic or hate crime Zabars? Hate crime Zabars. Honestly, I would rather create an environment that is so toxic in Zabars, which I did do uh, last (laughs) Thursday. Um, but I would say create an environment that is so toxic, but preferably in Zabar. <laughs> I, I have a feeling I'm going to meet my future husband there. Cause every time I go, I'm like, interesting. you will, you definitely will. What was your experience like in Zabar's? Because I have my feelings about this too. Um, it was, uh, it was very exciting. Um, that was, I don't know. It's sexy men. And a lot of elderly people and a lot of intersection of the two groups. It's just like, you know, you get uh, locks and, you know, a a shtup at the same time. You know, you go there and you get two in one. Exactly. I love Zabar's. It is like Jewish. is is it, It is a Jewish haven. It's like just insanity. Like there are 40 year old women who are like hitting you for the white fish salad and knocking you out of the way. It's like, <laughs> it is, it's a Jewish nightmare and also dream at the same time. It is I one of my it. favorite places. <laughs> it's so fun. I need to get a Zabar's mug. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Like Me hello. too. <laughs> I have a Theranos mug, which is a, a stop. Oh my God. Wait, did you like <laughs> actually get it from no i wish uh i have a friend who makes them and the other side says i wish disgrace founder of theranos elizabeth holmes would make an mlm so i can join and i have an elizabeth (laughs) and a mask and i just up as her for halloween oh my god i love elizabeth holmes so much i'm obsessed with elizabeth holmes i posted a an elizabeth holmes like 
sketch on YouTube and the comments were just, I like your boobs. So I think <laughs> I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> that's also my feelings when watching real Elizabeth Holmes. So, uh, <laughs> Okay. I'm doing the I'm doing the work, you know. Yeah, she's my future wife. Wait, <laughs> I'll be a prison wife for her. <laughs> Hopefully, you don't give her your blood, <laughs> or would you? <laughs> mm, I'd rather her have it than army. Mm-hmm. Good Definitely. point. I trust her more. Mm-hmm. She can run it through her fraudulent machines. You know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, donate your blood to small businesses only. Um, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Startups only. So, final round of Would You Rather. Would you rather Love. exhume Carl Lagerfeld or cremate Anna Wintour? What does exhume mean? I, you know what, Sarah, what does exhume mean? You take the body out of the grave. <laughs> oh, I want to do that. Well, I think I killed Carl Lagerfeld. Uh, because I tweeted like a week before he died, like, is he dead yet? And then he, (laughs) I think I manifested. Everyone heard it here. Glam Demon 2004 is the reason that Karl Lagerfeld is no longer alive. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) I feel like I'm the reason Trump is president, was president. Thank God. Because. (laughs) What? (laughs) Elaborate. (laughs) When I was like. 12 or 13, I made a Facebook status that said, I thought Donald Trump was the president. Because when I was little, I used to confuse him with Bill Clinton for some reason. I don't know why. You literally spoke it into existence. I can't believe I did it. (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. Our power though. Like what should we do next? You know what? You know, the future is female. (laughs) The future is female. <laughs> You're, can you tweet like, a, a, I thought Elizabeth Holmes was president and we can, uh, we can manifest that. Mm-hmm. I want that to happen. I w- she needs to distribute the COVID vaccines. I would get her vaccine and nobody else's. 100%. I would love that. Theranos. What's, what are the actual companies that, that they are right now? What are they called? Moderna. And Moderna. I know more about Theranos than I do about the the vaccine that's currently saving humanity. <laughs> so, do we have anything to look, any work to look out for on that you have coming up? Anything that anyone should follow? Your podcast? Any new episodes? Uh, well, my podcast is uh is kicking as always. Um, my next episode is going to be with my friend Ree, who runs the Wall Street Confessions Instagram page. Um, so we talk a lot about finance bros. We play uh, Go Fish with our hinge matches to see how much overlap we have. And it's a lot. Um, so exciting things are happening with the podcast. Caroline Callaway is going to be on uh, next month. Uh, my rumored new girlfriend, Caroline Calloway. <laughs> and uh, I want to start a Patreon soon so I can talk about, I don't know, more about dating rich men and things that uh, people will call me classist for. Yes. Well, we look forward to that and your future reality TV show. Thank um, you. So we leave all of our guests with a quote. It's not relevant, um, but we just like it. So Vinny, do you want to read it? Absolutely. Our quote for today is, that's hot, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Seems relevant to me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at wishyouwereweird1. 
that is the letter U, not the word U. And if you come across that bitch-ass Twitter that has Wish You Were Weird, report them. This episode of Wish You Were Weird was sponsored by Nobody. Please sponsor us. Thanks.